Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's no crying in baseball! No crying! And this game's underway. Into the windup of his first offering. Just a bit outside. Here's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos. It will be a home run. Oh, my God. Deep to right field. Way up there. They're going to wave him in. I don't believe it. My, oh, my. And look who's coming up. You have got to be kidding me. You talk about a roll of the dice. This is it. Okay, play ball. What's going on, everybody? This is Payoff Pitch, Action Network's Major League Baseball betting podcast. Your host, Brendan Glasheen, back uh, in the uh, the A chair this week. Good to have you all with us. Good to see, good to hear, or good to have you all listening. There you go. There's the right word. Uh, good to be back. Looking forward to the stretch run here in this baseball season. We have Action Network senior editor, Colin Whitchurch. He is one of our normal co-hosts that's joining us. And then in for Sean Zarillo today, Anthony DeBundo is hopping in. He's been on the show before. Anthony also does a great job covering baseball at Action Network, and you can also find him on our YouTube uh, feed that we do once a week during the baseball season. He hops on, does the live show. So Anthony is no stranger to payoff pitch. We have a lot to get to. We'll discuss fading the public. I think the Nationals are going to be the team. Again, we discuss. And uh, the underdog of the day that each of the guys have, and then final bets from Colin and Anthony. But we will start the show. 16-game slate, Cubs-Cardinals doubleheader today. Congrats, Albert Pujols, on 693 last night. We're going to start with uh, best bets. Just go out there and try to have fun, you know. You know, having fun is the name of the game. Hey, you trying to make an ass of me? Get on that bag! Colin Whitchurch, what do you got for us? Yeah, I'm going to a place I've gone quite a bit in recent weeks, and it is a fade of Pablo Lopez. Lopez pitched like a Cy Young candidate for the first couple months of the season he's been terrible since we're now up to 14 starts since the start of june where lopez has a 5.40 era not just that but during that span his ops allowed is 790 put that into context for you that means every batter that stepped to the plate against lopez since the start of june has essentially been Corey seager that's major league all-star Corey seager everyone who comes to the plate against him is seager now he's facing the athletics today so maybe they won't all be Corey Seager, but I expect them to perform above how the athletics offense normally fares. Zach Logue on the other side has been very bad. He's a pitcher that I am hesitant to back, but there's some positive things working in his advantage today. Logue is a lefty. Marlins have a 70 weighted runs created plus against lefties this year. That is by far the worst in baseball. It's 11% worse than the second worst offense against lefties in baseball. And the Marlins also have below average run values against all four of his offerings. That's fastball, cutter, slider, and changeup. So really like the athletics today as an underdog, very live underdog. I actually had a little bit of trouble between picking between my best bet and my underdog favorite, as you'll see in a few minutes, because they're both very similar 
type of bets, but the athletics are my best bet plus 125. Probably bet them down to about plus 120. Love it. Love it. An underdog for our best bet. And Anthony DeBundo is going to follow suit. Not much of an underdog. Uh, plus 108 on Texas. Uh, this is a fate of Herman Marquez at home. Uh, he's one of the few pitchers that his stuff doesn't play at cores and it's never played at cores. His stuff plus metric considerably lower on the on the home soil than it is on the road. And that actually translates pretty well when you look at his career splits and ERA and his splits this season. I mean, four one and uh, on the road, pretty serviceable major league pitcher worse than usual, actually, uh, but 5.85 at home. And it's not necessarily going to show up in his strikeout to walk numbers, which are uh, he, you know, he does actually strike more guys out, but he misses fewer bats in the zone and gets hit harder when he's at home. And then, and then really that's tough for him to get past. Uh, gets a Texas lineup that has performed better of late somewhat. They've seen improvements from guys like Nathaniel Lowe. Uh, and so there is there is reason to buy in a little bit to Texas. Semyon finally heating up. But also the Rangers defense is considerably better here in the outfield. The Rangers above average outfield defense. Rockies worst in all the baseball. That's a huge difference for uh, you know a, a pitch to contact guy like Dane Dunning who doesn't have great stuff, but can get help from his defense. Whereas the Rockies, the worst outfield defense in the whole sport, really bad when you're playing in the biggest outfield in the whole sport in Colorado. So I like Texas uh, also a solid pen advantage for Texas underrated bullpen out there in Texas. I think with some of the arms they've got now uh, spores is pretty good. And, and uh, I'm not quite buying into Martin, but, but definitely do like what I'm seeing. Uh, from the back end of that bullpen. They've been really unlucky in one-run games as well. So I like Texas here on the road to keep the good run going. Looking at the Action Network app, you will see that the public is significantly betting Robbie Ray and the Seattle Mariners today. As of right now, 91% of the bets, 96% of the money on the Mariners today. Nationals are throwing uh, Eric Fetty. Uh, they're putting him out on the mound today. How are we feeling about fading the public today? And it's no surprise that the Nationals are popping up once again in this discussion because they have a AAA roster at this point in the year. Those of you who haven't been following, you can get the Nats at plus 225, I'm seeing on DraftKings, and the Mariners are minus 265 today. Colin, what are you doing? You fading the public? Yeah, I think we should probably just rename the segment for the rest of the year. Are we betting the Nationals or not today? Because they're going to be in here a lot. They've been in here a lot, and they're going to continue to be in here a lot. And they are just begging people like me to bet on the national setting lines like this. I can talk myself into a small nationals wager, probably first five split a half unit between the first five and the full game. If you're looking for some positives for why Washington might pull this out since the deadline, since they dealt Soto and bell left-handed pitching is actually their better offensive split. No, it's not great. 96 weighted runs created plus against lefties since the deadline and obviously a small sample size, given that the trade deadline was only about two and a half weeks ago. But I do like them to maybe put some runs across against Robbie Ray. I don't love backing Eric Fetty. Again, you know, Sean and I talk about this all the time. It's one of those bets you make and you write it down as a loser until you're proven otherwise. But at this money, I think there's some value. I also think there's some value on the over here given the Nationals moderate success against lefties and Eric Fetty's general awfulness seven and a half you can get it plus money right now I I do like that 
So yeah, small wagers, Nationals first five, Nationals money line, also dabble on the total as well. Also would think to your point on, on a total that the Mariners, their last two, they've been held in check by the A's, uh, a mini three game series that, but in the previous, besides the two games they've lost and their previous four that they won, they're putting up crooked numbers, 10, 11, eight, six, maybe some positive regression coming their way to bundle. No offense. This is where I miss Sean Zarillo because this is where he'll give a whole, you know, soliloquy on why it's a good idea to bet the nationals today, but he's not here. Are you going to do that or or are you just not going to fade the public? Yeah, I mean, Sean is not here, but he did does put his projections in the app, and he actually has the Nationals at plus 226, which is right at the market. So he would probably tell you to pass. I am also going to tell you to pass. If I had to bet anything, it'd be the Nationals in the first five innings. Fetty's walk numbers are weird. Uh, I don't think they should be as bad as they are, but he's gotten uh, you know increase in his walk rate, but he's always had plus command. So I'm not sure what to really make of the fact that he's walking three, 4% more batters this year than last year, and I think it's a big reason why he's gotten hurt so much. Uh, whereas typically you expect him to be a guy with a, you know, a four, five, four, six type ERA. I'm not a Robbie Ray guy. He strikes out a lot of guys, but he also gets hit hard. Uh, but with that being said, this lineup, this nationals lineup does love to swing early encounters and chase. Uh, and so with Ray's stuff, you can run into some pretty easy strikeouts or pretty easy, uh, you know, weak contact kind of profiles. So I don't love this and I'm ultimately staying away, but the, the Seattle bullpen is dominant. I think that's as this game goes on, Seattle's edge actually gets bigger. Uh, the Nationals have to go to worse bullpen arms. Seattle has their dominant crew ready to go after an off day. So I would maybe play the Nats F5, but no interest otherwise. Okay, very good. We already talked about some underdogs earlier in the show for best bets. If we had to go to another Colin Church, who might we be eyeing today on the slate? Where's my dog? Uh-huh, there's my dog. Yeah, similar line is my best bet, another plus 25 underdog, but this is actually a good team, unlike betting on the Oakland Athletics. I'm on the Guardians today against the Padres, against their old pitcher, Mike Clevenger in San Diego. It's actually a really funny starting pitching matchup between Clevenger and Aaron Savali. A full two points separate them in ERA, 3.63 for Clevenger, 5.63 for Savali. But you look at the expected indicators, and it's a lot closer, and it actually kind of trends in Savali's direction. Clevenger has a 407 XERA and a 4.44 XFIP. Savali has a 4.27 XERA and a 3.76 XFIP. So if you look at the expected indicators, it's a close matchup, and you might actually give the edge to Savali. I'm also pretty worried about Clevenger in general coming back from injury this year. He has a career-worst strikeout rate, 21%. Last two starts, he's walked eight batters, and that was against the Marlins and the Nationals. So he wasn't exactly facing world beaters, and he was still struggling to miss bats, struggling to find the strike zone, just struggling in general. There's a lot to like about the Guardians today. They are the third best changeup hitting team in baseball at a 22.7 run value. They're also above average against sliders. Those are Clevenger's main two secondary pitches. As far as Savali's offerings go, the Padres are above average against changeups, but below average against both the cutter and the fastball. That's two of Savali's three main pitches. The final point on this is that the Guardians obviously have one of the best bullpens in baseball. That remains true. They're also coming off two days off. Got rained out against the White Sox on Sunday, had an off day yesterday, so their bullpen is fully rested for this matchup. I like Savali and the Guardians bullpen combined. Guardians plus 125. I would probably bet that down to about plus 115. 
All right, Tabundo, how about your underdog play? And you're going to, I mean, the way you're going here is you're going to fade one of the hottest pitchers in, in baseball right now. Yeah, I've lost a good amount of money fading this certain pitcher. But, I, I, you know, last mm-hmm. night I actually like did a triple take uh, and I could not, one of the worst openers I've seen all year. Minnesota opened plus 310. And look, I know Sanchez is really, really bad. And I know Verlander is really, really good. But we're still dealing with, a top five offense in baseball against right-handed pitching with Minnesota. And if anybody's going to get to Verlander, it's going to be, you know, one of these top offenses that he faced. And he did pitch well against the White Sox last week, but we know the White Sox struggle against righties. They have a lot of injuries right now. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like if casual and cool had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. I think we've been saying that all year, but Minnesota is down now to plus 260. I still like it. Uh, I think that's a, still a huge number. The reality is that, yes, Sanchez has some pretty bad, uh, you know, surface level numbers and his underlying numbers aren't great either. Strikeout to walk is, is among worst of, uh, of, you know, he's not a normal MLB starter, right? But they realistically only need about four, four and a half, five innings out of him before they can turn over to the bullpen. And I, I still think this, this Twins bullpen is one of the most improved units in all of baseball. Uh, Griffin Jacks will be available. They haven't used any of their high leverage guys the last few days because they've lost. So Griffin Jacks can give you length. John Duran can give you length. Michael Fulmer can give you length. And Jorge Lopez has had some struggles as, as the closer since coming over from Baltimore. But all four guys, well above average and stuff, good pitchers. Uh, and so they can kind of keep this game interesting if they really want to play for it and they're competitive uh, through the first four to five innings, if they can get to Verlander. And, you know, we have talked about Verlander on this show enough. I mean, 1.980 ERA, he's still very good, but his pitching plus 105. So slightly above average, hundred is considered average, but it's not to the point where you'd expect him to have a sub two ERA. And then you look at XFIP 3.4 XERA, a little under three. So, you know, he's a good pitcher. He's a very good pitcher. But again, we're talking about a minus 300 favorite against the top five offense in baseball. So if we can just survive the first four innings, I think the twins are very live to win this game. uh, And I like them quite a bit. Still can't believe they opened plus three ten. My buddy even texted me. I texted Sean. I was like, what what am I missing here? You know, but here we are. Go twins. I'm putting you on the spot. What time does this game start? 810 Eastern. I was thinking maybe if it was a getaway day and maybe there was something planted in there, if there was a guy like if Buxton wasn't going to be in the lineup, I'm just thinking out loud yeah, here. I mean, but yeah, Buxton's worth like probably 15 cents, 10 cents, sure. but he doesn't play like half their games. So, right. True. So that's, that, that's I, you know, already the case, right? That should already right. be built in whether he plays or not in some cases, right? Verlander has lost each of his last two star, each of his last two starts he's pitched. The Astros have lost the game. So, right. Uh, and and that was, the, you know, that's exactly what happened 
in his start against Dylan Cease last week, right? Uh, they He pitched really well. They had a 3-1 lead. They got to Cease, uh, but the bullpen blew it, right? And like that's, well, no, you know, that's Verlander actually gave up that lead. Oh, Verlander left, did give up the runs, right? Left Dusty him left long. him in too, too long, right. let him face a lefty. Gavin Sheets had a two-run double against him, right. and then they, exactly. the bullpen lost it after that. I think that I do think we buried the lead on this show a little bit because this was the line that stood out to me the most as well. I saw Anthony wrote down that he was going to talk about it, so I was going to let him have it. But that was I, I I echo everything Anthony said about this game. It's it's an absolutely insane line. Like I'm also going to be betting the over in this game for the record. Verlander negative regression. Uh, Aaron Sanchez being terrible. It's only sitting at seven and a half. But yeah, there's so much value on the Twins today. We're all going to either look like suckers or we're going to be rich tomorrow. I will say this: I will take Minnesota's lineup plus two fifty or better against any pitcher in the world. Yes. No matter who is starting for them. Yep. Assuming that like most of their lineup is healthy. And here's the other thing. They're just too good. If, if you're right. And the twins, if if the twins not only hand Verlander a loss, but hand the Astros a loss, it doesn't look good on Verlander to lose three straight games that he started. Then you start thinking Dylan cease and those Cy Young odds are going to, that that's got to change. I would think after today, if the twins win Verlander is minus 200 is your favorite right now to win AL Cy Young, but I would imagine that changes, especially since he beat that team head to head last week, the White Sox, and then if if the Twins somehow get to him again today, so yeah, Cease is on like, the mound tonight too, so we we can the, see the, some, the narrative some... is just so strong for Verlander that I think it's going to be very hard for him to not win it at this point. Okay, well, I'm, but see. but I mean, I have a Cease ticket, so I I will be rooting for he wasn't for, even an All Star for five six runs <laughs> for uh, that doesn't I mean. I, I'm just, I'm joking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did there though, everybody. We got you excited for a mid-August baseball game with football season nearing. That's, that's our goal here. We haven't even discussed uh, the subway series. And that's when we now turn the page to our final bets. Colin also has a thoughts on, thought on this twins Astros game, but you also have thoughts on Nets, Yankees, Braves, Pirates. We'll do final bets with Colin. Then we'll go to Anthony to close out. Yeah, we talked to Astros uh, quite a bit. I was just echoing echoing what Anthony said. That line stood out to me huge when I saw, uh, you know, no matter how bad Aaron Sanchez is, you know, we could put, Brendan, we could put you on the mountain for the Twins, and I would still bet them if they're plus 250. Mm-hmm. Um, Mets-Yankees, though, yeah. I mean, matchup of the day. We saw the Yankees kind of get off their schneid yesterday with a win. Another matchup today. Unfortunately, we're not seeing them go against Jacob DeGrom. They pushed him back a day. We get Taiwan Walker instead. Taiwan Walker against Frankie Montes is a recipe for an over, in my opinion. It's at eight and a half right now. Walker, second half, Taiwan Walker is just continuing to be a real thing this year. We saw him kind of blow up in the second half last season, starting to blow up this season. He left his last start with back issues, obviously well enough that the Mets are throwing him back out there. Not that I ever trust the Mets training staff to do really anything right, but still a six, nine, seven ERA over five starts since the all-star break. And he was due for negative regression to begin with not missing any bats. Three, three, six ERA, four, one, eight X ERA and a four Oh five X FIP Montes. You know, we talk about Taiwan Walker's health issues. I'm not hundred percent sure that Frankie Montes is healthy right now either given the way he's pitched since he's donned the pinstripes three starts since joining the Yankees with 14 earned runs in 14 innings, six walks and only eight strikeouts. I'm generally hesitant to look at recent small sample sizes when handicapping a game, but this is just kind of too big to ignore when it comes to Mets Yankees with Walker's health issues. Also his performance since the all-star break and Montes's, uh, you know, velo being down his issues since, the pinstripes 
So over eight and a half seems like a hammer spot for me. Love that with Walker and Montes. The other game I wanted to talk about uh, really briefly is Pirates Braves. This is just a pure numbers play for me. I don't love betting against Max Freed. I don't love betting against the Braves offense, but I think there's too much value in the Pirates at plus 225 with JT Brubaker on the mound. He's been one of my favorite pitchers. Two back in the right spot, especially when he's catching a huge number. Has big swing and miss stuff. Looked great his last time out. I'll be betting them as long as it's around that plus 225 range. Small wager, again, like we talk about, one of those ones you kind of chalk up as a loss until it's proven otherwise. But I do think there's value there on Brubaker. He's probably my favorite Pirates pitcher to back when the price is right. All right, very good. Good stuff. And then, Anthony, you've got a few bets that you want to get to before we wrap. Yeah, I'll stick with the Mets Yankees game. I think that, you know, the, the Montes narrative is a little bit too narrative for me, and I'm going to look to buy low on, on Frankie. I understand that the park is not as favorable. I understand that his numbers have not translated thus far, but there's nothing in his underlying numbers for me that suggests he's hurt or not right. His command was a little bit off. That's definitely a, a question, but it's not something he's had a problem with in the past. His stuff is still good. I think he can get a lot of ground balls against the Mets tonight. That being said, Taiwan Walker, you know, we've talked about this. We've predicted this. We've kind of been right on this continues to I continue to have question marks about him, especially in this ballpark where he has based on his numbers, home runs per nine and what you'd expect him to be and what he's been at past years, home run to fly ball rate all suggests that he do he's due to give up a bunch of homers. And I understand he's been throwing that splitter and giving up fewer homers this year, uh, but we saw in his last start, when he did face the Yankees, even at City Field, he did run into some homer issues as well. So I, I do think the Yankees can get to him here. I, I'm very surprised to see this opened up line to toss up. Uh, I took the Yankees. I still like them up to minus 130. I think uh, that you're almost getting a, a buy low on the Yankees now in general after they had such a bad stretch. Last couple games, lines have not shown them any respect. The Blue Jays games, and then going back to the Mets last night, I know it was Scherzer, but plus 150 at home, pretty good number. Uh, I think... The Yankees still have the better lineup here, and I still think that they have the better pitcher here. So, and they're at home, so I'll take them at minus one thirty, or better. All and right. in my other game yep. that I that I forgot to mention, uh, I will go with the Cubs in the early game, the first game. Javier Assad making his major league debut against Adam Wainwright. Might want to make this a first five play because the Cubs have been a bottom 10 bullpen since trading F Ross, Givens, Robertson, and Martin, but this is still a league average lineup. They're at home. And I've been impressed by Assad's numbers in the minor leagues. Uh, he's over nine strikeouts per nine, three to one strikeout to walk ratio. Uh, did run into some control issues in his last couple of starts in AAA, but overall as a whole, decent numbers uh, projects as somebody who could be a league average pitcher and, and plus one fifty at home. I'm willing to take a shot on the Cubs, even though the Cardinals are not going to lose a game this month. All right. It was a dog heavy show in the dog days of summer. So uh, looking forward to uh, how we do tonight. Thanks to Anthony DeBundo for stepping in for Sean Zarillo today for Colin Whitchurch as well. Brendan Glasheen. That's going to wrap payoff pitch on this Tuesday, August 23rd. We join you again on Friday We're with you Tuesdays and Fridays during the baseball season. Don't you worry. If you're a, a diamond dog, we're not going anywhere. We're going to be around even into the football season. So we'll join you again this Friday for Payoff Pitch, Action Network's Major League Baseball betting podcast. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. We'll catch you again Friday. Good luck today. Read the dinger, column. Look at his crowd on its feet. What a tribute. 
No one wants to leave.